Well, we've made it to number 100. Did you think we'd make three figures? Uh, we've only got 266 to go. Take heart. Uh, here we go. We are on phrase number 100, which is the Queen of Sheba. Uh, we love to tell jokes about stupid politicians, don't we? Uh, here's one. Uh, the US president's aide briefs him about international affairs, and she says to him, uh, yesterday, Mr. President, three Brazilian soldiers were killed. And the president says, oh, please, no, how terrible, he exclaims. And his staff are amazed at such emotion. But he continues, oh, tell me again, how many is a Brazilian? Um, these kinds of jokes abound. We are ever ready to think the worst of our leaders. Um, we think them stupid or corrupt. Why? Because deep down, we actually crave a good leader. We crave someone with the wisdom of Solomon, as we saw yesterday. And here in 1 Kings chapter 4 from verse 29, we, we read about Solomon's rule. And don't you long for a ruler who is like this? 1 Kings 4 from verse 29, God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and a breadth of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the east and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone else, including Ethan the Ezraite, Ezraite wiser than Haman, Calcol, and Dada, the sons of Mahol. And his fame spread to all the surrounding nations. He spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs numbered 1,005. He spoke about plant life from the cedar of Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of the walls. He also spoke about animals and birds, reptiles and fish. From all nations, people came, and listen, uh, came to listen to Solomon's wisdom, sent by all the kings of the world who had heard of his wisdom. So we get the idea. He was wise, right? A wise guy, a wise ruler. And such a phenomenon attracts the notice of the whole world. Who's ever heard of a politician who's actually clever like this? And, and his most famous admirer was the Queen of Sheba. The Queen of Sheba comes to see this curiosity, a wise ruler. 1 Kings chapter 10 from verse 1. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relationship to the Lord, she came to test Solomon with hard questions. Arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half was told me. In wisdom and wealth you have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your people must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. She says, Praise be to the Lord your God who has delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. Because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel, he has made you king to maintain justice and righteousness. This is the kind of king our hearts desire. But Solomon was this little Messiah, this little portrait of what Christ would be. 
And when we hold up all our other leaders against this kind of standard, well, every other leader eventually disappoints. We might have messianic hopes for all the leaders of the world. And to begin with, we have such high hopes, but soon enough they frustrate us because they are not the Messiah. And so we try to cut them down to size. But here, here is a king with the wisdom of Solomon and the queen of Sheba is overwhelmed. Have you ever had your questions properly answered by somebody? Not just brushed under the carpet or drowned in jargon or sidetracked with answers to every other question that you didn't ask. Do you sometimes do that? You ask a question and the the, the person gives you an answer to all sorts of other questions you never did ask. It's like they've got their own press secretary that gives you the spin. But not with Solomon. He answers the inquisitive itches that we have, and he truly and satisfyingly scratches them. And then the Queen of Sheba looks at the house of Solomon, and she is so awed by the fact that the life of Solomon matches up to the wisdom of Solomon. There's a corresponding peace and integrity to his life. And the Queen of Sheba just looks around at this palatial wisdom, and she is impressed. But we can be impressed on a cosmic scale. Because as Matthew chapter 12 says, uh, the queen of the south will rise at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon, but now something greater than Solomon is here. We can have an experience greater than the experience of the Queen of Sheba. There is one greater than Solomon, a truly wise ruler who brings peace and prosperity, happiness and true wisdom. But that ruler is not any human leader. It's Christ himself. So then, don't hope for too much from your human leaders. Don't despise them. But don't, don't, don't expect from them the wisdom of Solomon either. There is a ruler with supreme wisdom. And whether you're a queen or a commoner, you can seek your answers and your happiness in him. Like the Queen of Sheba, if you come to Christ, you too will rise at the judgment to enjoy forever what the Queen only glimpsed. And you will say what she said in 1 Kings chapter 10. You will say, praise be to the Lord our God who has delighted in his King Jesus and placed him on the throne forever. Because of the Lord's eternal love, he has made Christ to be King, to maintain justice and righteousness forever. Mm